A reading from Matthew 13, 34-35. Jesus spoke all of these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. I'd like to just give an observation that I think really proves Jesus' insight here. And here's the observation. You know, I've been preaching and teaching the word for long enough now to realize there's really only one thing that people remember from my sermons from years past, and it's it's the stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. I can give really good theology. I can preach for 18 minutes on like seminary level theological concepts. But if I tell in two minutes a a memorable scene from my life or Mm -hmm. something, that's what they remember. And so knowing that now, I try to craft my sermons, not just to tell stories about my life, but to tell the stories in scripture. Gina and I and the other pastors talk about this a lot when we're preaching a text. We say, what are the illustrations in the text? You know, did Jesus have us consider the wind like he did with Nicodemus, for example, or any other illustration? Let's make that the story that our congregation will remember, because God created us in such a way that we remember story. We live in story. We we are, in, you know, we're characters in a story. It's just how he made us. So, of course, these parables are going to be how he knows best to communicate with us. It's what we can remember is the stories. Yeah. To your point, Nathan, I'm, I'm just thinking about how you often say to us, um, what are the behold moments, yeah. you know, through those illustrations where people can encounter Jesus through the story. And so we're always as preachers looking for those behold moments. Um, and I just love how Jesus did use parables. He used everyday um, examples, <clears throat> illustrations based on what people would experience, you know, so that it was accessible. It's not like these stories are, you know, just random and abstract, but he used things that people saw. Mm-hmm. They experience daily so that it would be accessible to them. Um, and so I love that that's what he does. And that's what we still do as, as communicators of the gospel today. We, we look for those illustrations, whether it's in scripture or even in our modern day, the contemporary stories, the examples that are out there that can you know, communicate the gospel of Jesus Christ in a very clear way. I'm always thinking about that, especially for the younger generation you know, how to present Christ with, you know, in ways that they can experience Christ through their everyday examples and encounters. I uh, did not come to the Bible uh, through much of my church experience. Uh, I I think the way the church I went to as a young person um, basically uh, uh, when, if, if they taught the Bible as Bible light, um, and I, I never could figure out, well, what's the purpose of this? I mean, how do I relate to this? Um, and I thought it was a, a, um, it was only, it's only much later in my life, uh, in the most, um, it's kind of like a Jonah moment, uh, where, I am called to get a Bible and I do, I just do that. But then again, I don't know what to do with the Bible. And the reason I'm telling this story and I've told it time and again is that this is kind of an everyman story uh, in the communities I've lived in uh, that, that 
the Bible is um, optional reading uh, to people now. And I don't think it's always been that way. It's gone up and down in culture. But I think the mission of the church is to persuade people in whatever way that means. Bible studies, reading the Bible in a full year, uh, listening, you know, listening to sermons if you can't make it to church. Uh, but sort of be immersed in biblical reality. And I, you know, I think that's happened to me and it's happened to a lot of people. Uh, what I would wish for more is, you know, just walking around and talking to people and suddenly you're talking about a biblical story uh, like Elijah on the mountain or something as just part of your everyday conversation without making it awkward. That is so much kind of you've um, engrafted into your your life, yourself, your heart, your mind, that it's the way you look at reality. And I think that however that's done, whether it's through sermons or uh, Sunday school or Bible studies or everyday engagement or a five minute Bible study, whatever the method is to get the person to become filled up with the reality of biblical the, just the reality of the biblical narrative, I think changes lives. Mm, definitely.